Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation and you take it from there. Today we will talk about prayer um, as I spill my coffee on myself. <laughs> Just about said a quick little short prayer right then. Um, okay, so uh, we actually did talk about prayer a couple of years ago or Wow, that's been a lot longer now, three years ago or four, and uh, but we want to revisit and talk about a few things. A couple of questions have come up. Um, a couple of questions come in from listeners, and we want to discuss those for you. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, so Tom uh, is going to introduce a couple of them. So Tom, what's our, what's our first question that we're going to talk about? Before I ask the question, are you serious? We've been doing this four years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, well, that's what I quickly recalculated in my head. I'm like, my calculator in my head is really slow. Hold on, let me tell you exactly. As I scroll down our website, yes, we've been doing this. No, 2017. So September 2017, let me get my fingers out, 18, 19, 20, 21. So four years, yes. So you're telling me I'm as committed to this podcast as I was to college? <laughs> and to half of, your, half of your kids' lives. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, here are the questions. Um, member of my church asked me, member of our parish said hi member and i have permission to ask this or to Thank use you, this member. question so does god wait okay here's a better way to say it if god is all knowing why does god need me to remind him of all the hurting in the world another way or here's the second question if God is all loving, why does God wait for me to pray before doing something? Wouldn't God, being all knowing and all loving, know the things I'm going to ask for before I pray? Wouldn't God be on top of it way ahead of me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Those are good questions. Absolutely. There's some thunking going on. <laughs> um, absolutely. Do you, either of you guys have answers for those? I have a few answers. Do either of you guys have answers for those questions? We know Everett does. Well, and I think this is where a lot of people really wrestle with the idea of prayer. And so I think for me, the starting point of what is prayer and prayer primarily is um, relationship with God. Mm. Secondarily to that might be things that we, you know, pray for or ask for. Um, but the, the primary purpose of prayer is a relationship with God. Um, I'm not trying to get out of answering the question. I'm just saying, I think we need to start with what the 
what the primary purpose is. Why is it that people even pray? Every, I agree. Every ahead, jump to the end. <laughs> um, but, yeah, go ahead. Did you want to say something, Tom? Well, I think that he's right because I, I don't have a question that's worded this well, but I've asked similar questions in the past. And when I asked those questions, for me, I realized I was thinking of God like maybe a pagan, um, a guy in the Greco-pagan Roman world, Greco-Roman world. And I was saying, um, basically, I was confusing prayer with magic. And I thought that God wanted me to, God not demanded my prayers, essentially. And, uh, and so... And God, almost that God needed my prayer, although I never thought about that in those terms, but that's the way I acted. I had this view of prayer that it was about um, getting what I want. And so maybe the place that I started, I had to start with who is God before I could really get into why do we pray? And Everett said, as Everett said, it's about relationship, but does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this, too. Um, and I I've, I grew up with the genie, um, you know, in the bottle, whatever, the candle. What are genies? <laughs> what are genies they're, in? Squirrel? They're, they're in a genie they're in the lamp. 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 <laughs> And, um, and so, you know, and, and, um, honestly at, at night, take the lamp out and, uh, you know, kneel beside my bed and ask God for something for tomorrow. I would thank God for the day, um, because I don't even know if I gave that thought back then because that's what other people did. Um, right. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with using the examples of others within prayer, uh, because there is something to gratefulness. Um, and, and I'm sure we could expand on that, but otherwise I would ask God for, um, my desires, but it was, it was, and and I, even as a child, I didn't, you know, say, well, I want a million dollars, but it it was just something, you know, I mean, it was simple. It was, um, you know, I'm sure it was, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but, uh, as I move along, I kind of held those, that same prayer. I, I would formed a prayer early on that I would use. And I found out I was using it when I was like 25 and I'm like, what, what, <laughs> what, you know, I didn't grow in, in it and I didn't give much thought to prayer. Um, but right now I would even expand beyond, um, your, uh, what, whatever it said in that, uh, prayer is connection with God or, or maybe use relationship something. Um, but prayer also for me is something that is, uh, connection with with God's with God's creation or created um, in that that people I include within my prayers I grow closer to um, and so I hope that makes sense <laughs> I'll stop there uh, because I don't think we actually answered the question <laughs> so you're basically saying that you started with prayer 
a view of prayer that prayer God was almost like a tool who you could use to get stuff you wanted or to work your agenda. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That was the point. I could change what was going to happen. And until, um, you know, my mind developed enough to understand, I was like, well, hey, that, that doesn't happen, <laughs> you know, or that didn't happen or something like that. Because what happens when you ask for something and, you're turned and it never goes the way you want? I mean, maybe occasionally it does, but... Um, yeah, the tool doesn't work. Um, so, so for me, the thing that really changed the way I understood prayer and eventually changed the way I saw God was the first thing was when a, a friend got me to pray through the Psalms. Mm -hmm. I was struggling. His name's Bob Logston. And I was struggling with faith after I lost my dad. And uh, didn't really feel like praying and thought prayer was kind of a waste because God hadn't answered my prayers. So why do we pray? Right. You know? Right. And but he said, well, why don't you pray through the Psalms and let those words be your prayer? And something about that experience, doing a Psalm a day. Well, I had a cycle. I can't remember um, how long it took, but. I've talked about it before. Is there something that changed uh, your view of prayer, Everett or Justin? Um, so I had a really challenging um, incident just in um, uh, my brother and his wife were expecting a child. And um, when they went in for the you know, ultrasound at 20 weeks, they discovered that there were some things that were abnormal. Um, and, uh, basically that the, the, their child would, had a chromosomal defect and would not, you know, would not, would not make it to nine months and, and likely would probably only last, oh. you know, minutes, um, after the birth and, and I, and I prayed earnestly, uh, to God for a healing, for a miracle. Um, and that didn't happen. And I was at that time serving at St. Richard's in Round Rock, Texas as, as a seminarian. And every Wednesday night we had a, a communion service with prayers for healing and um, the seminarians would come and pray with somebody who came up to the altar rail for for prayer and I I, I, I couldn't do it I wouldn't do it um, for a long time and um, you know I it, it, it caused me to rethink um, and ask questions about, well, well, God, why didn't you answer this one? So did you, how, how did you get through that? I mean, and not that you get through it, you don't get through it. How did you, how did, how were you able to start saying prayers again or praying? Um, you know, I, I mean, I think it just began by me just doing it. 
right? I mean, I, I go and I, I make hospital visits and I have to, hmm. you know, have to pray. Showing up. Um, and, and so, I mean, I, I think just part of it was just, was just doing it, but there was a long time where I was really angry with God because God didn't answer that prayer. And, and there's all this conversation, um, and I think creates unnecessary baggage around this prayer, which is that if the prayer is not answered, the deficiency is the one who is requesting the prayer. Mm. Um, and I've, I've heard that in the charismatic world. If you're if you didn't get what you wanted, your faith wasn't strong enough. Wow. Yeah. What were you going to say, Everett? No, I mean, and 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 that's I mean, that's it. I mean, I just, you know, and so then, you know, then it causes this introspection. What the heck is wrong with me? Yeah, right. And and I think and I and and, and I think the reason this question is so important is, is because everybody has prayed for something and it didn't happen and they're left asking why. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I've developed a prayer, um, that is, and I think prayer is, is forever changing, um, in my life anyway, um, and, and I've found that at certain points in my life, certain kinds of prayer work. Sometimes it's daily office. Sometimes it's just meditation. Sometimes it is different. But um, in our world, um, <laughs> saying no and slamming my fist down on a desk has become a prayer. And when it, and it began when there was the nightclub shooting in Florida. And what, 50 people were killed? Um, and then there was the concert in Vegas. Then there was, and it just, and it's like, and every time it's just like, uh, I have the AP news feed that pops up on my uh, phone or whatever. And it's just like, and that has become a prayer in a sense, because each time that happens again, it's like, no, come on. You know, why? Why does this have to continue to happen? And um, and it is a sense. I mean, if you look at some of the Psalms and how, uh, you know, the author, David, or whoever, are writing those things, I mean, they're not, you know, just saying, you know, well, I would like this, and I would like this, and I would like this. There's questions, there's conversation, there's laments, there's demands um, happening there. And that has become one of them for me. I, I've said on this before, when I stopped praying or I thought I was an atheist, went through a period where I thought I had lost my faith. And, and then I realized I was still praying I wasn't praying in the same way. I was mm. doing what you were talking about. I was slamming my fist down, asking God why. They were angry prayers. That mm -hmm. I was still uh, praying. I think um, the answer to the question, and this, you have to, this, this isn't a, a answer that you can have told you you right, can't right 
no yeah. one can speak this answer mm-hmm. to you and you accept it. Yeah. Some some answers you have to come to over time. But the answer is that prayer is not for my not for God's benefit. Prayer is for my benefit. Prayer is if God is the source of life, uh, love, peace, goodness, all of the things like it says in James, every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of so apple pie, you know, <laughs> or chips and salsa or hanging out with your friends and having a beer and, and it, all of that, a, a sunset. Hmm. Um, sitting by the beach, listening to the ocean. All of that is God, is from God. And and so prayer, we can find all of those things in prayer, but God tries to give them, give them to us even when we're not praying. But prayer is the thing that teaches us over time. And that's the thing that I missed. And we've talked about that before, mm. how there's a discipline. If all we're doing is giving our laundry list to God, right. then we're not growing. We're just using God as a tool. And we have to grow beyond that and 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 figure out how does this connection to the creator that we find, how does that, how can we, how can that change us? And God, I think, changes us over time through suffering mm-hmm. when we pray angry prayers mm-hmm. through uh things like praying the psalms or praying the daily office we're we're gaining wisdom from the past that we're not getting when we're just spewing our laundry list or but the question is i mean what do you say everett or justin to the person who says Everett, you didn't get the answer to that prayer because your faith wasn't strong enough, which so many people have heard things like that and they walked away from God and the church because of it. Mm, man. I remember a couple of years ago here in Tulsa, Victory Church is a you know really big charismatic church. And so one of the things about you know, victory is is that the the, the praying for miracles uh, is a big part of what they do, and 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 if you believe, um, you know, God will will answer your your prayer. And their their head pastor got um, cancer, hmm. and of course, the pastor's praying, the church is praying, and a healing doesn't happen. He dies of the cancer. And I can't remember who the preacher at the funeral was. And my initial statement is Kenneth Copeland, but I don't know that it was Kenneth Copeland. Who said at the funeral in his sermon, it is not for you to judge his faith. And I agree with that, but Mm. I wonder all the people that they have said for years, if you just believe enough that God will answer your prayer. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it becomes really important how 
we talk about prayer and why it's important to start with prayer is a relationship with God. Secondly, prayer is formation. It is understanding who God is and who God is not. Down the list is prayer is a thing that we request God to, you know, to answer. And 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 it kind of begs the question: is like it, it it's kind of one of those things where um, the payoff gets removed or pushed down the list, if you will. And so, I mean, one of my thoughts was like, "Oh crap! Well, why do we do it?" Right? Um, and so, and and I can feel I, I feel like I I hear that in the question posed originally maybe 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 not i mean just is what it is um not to put words in their mouths but that's kind of like well what's the point um and you know i've i've sat here and i was trying to think of a good analogy and i'm i'm not dang it but um in the same way that um you want to be a part of and this is not a good analogy but practice right so if you want to be a football team practices so that they can go out and do whatever plays they're going to do or perform in the manner in which they practice them. And there is something to, um, because, and what I can't relate into that is like doing it the Patriot way or something like that. Um, I mean, there is something to just showing up and sitting down with God because Patriot you, you, way apparently it's Tom Brady. What's that? The Patriot way. Apparently is just Tom Brady. Oh, that's a, <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, Sorry for interrupting. No, I couldn't help you. That's okay. Justin's that's a, a big Patriots fan. And... <laughs> um, a Tampa Bay fan, I mean. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's just something to showing up. And when I would say when you don't know, just show up and be there. Um, and, and don't... Uh, in my experience, avoid the laundry list um, because that's just disappointed. That, that's the Burger King king. They will do it your way. If you go there and you give them your laundry list, they're going to try their best to give it to you. That's not how this works. Um, I remember when um, Everett and I, back in many, many years ago, longer than four years ago, were doing a boot camp. Um, I always want to call it dry fit. What's the word for that? Crossfit. Crossfit. <laughs> but it was not Crossfit. It dry. was more dry fit. I'm a dry fit. Dry fit. <laughs> <laughs> we say dry and got fit. Try to get fit. Um, and I would have, that was at 5.30 in the morning. So I'd get home and before work, I'd have an hour and a half. And I would spend it in what we, you know, I'm using quote fingers here, what I would call prayer. But honestly, over that time, I had pieces of my mind, um, mentality, I don't know what to say there, uh, thoughts on God. Uh, my theology, I guess, and life that were changed more so than I can ever remember because I was committed to that. Um, one was, is I uh, just to not to take up your podcast here, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but I remember being a person who was uh, pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps, if that makes a, a self-made man, you know, um, I own my own business and so on and so forth. And I had an ego about it um, just because because I was young and who knew what, uh, whatever. And I never understood what it meant that um, giving the glory to God. 
for what we have. And through this time of showing up and just thinking about and praying about and reading and having influences from the outside, I learned what that meant and how that looked upon my life and that it was a gift. It was not me because it wasn't just me. It was years and uh, it was people and all kinds of things. And it, and I would have never understood that. And I would have continued to go along thinking I'm king. You know, I did this all myself and all these things that are just toxic and bad and not good for um, the world, our community, people around me, my employees and so on. And um, time and prayer really did that. And, um, and I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And so I think there is something to just showing up and being there, just like you would if you wanted to learn how to play guitar, you would show up and practice or learn how to play piano or football, whatever it is. There is repetition to this. And if we are, oof, I'm going to back away from that. I encourage you to show up. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of talking to myself now, um, because there is some transformation in that and there is connection. NT Wright in an article on Rele in relevant magazine was asked the question. It seems like we don't see God moving today as clearly as we see in the Bible. Why do you think that is? Hmm. And he, his answer was that part of the problem is that when we read the Bible, we read it with hindsight, long hindsight. Mm -hmm. And we say, oh yeah, there's God rescuing his people from Egypt. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it, it's a dramatic thing that's happened. And But then you go and look in the Psalms, and the poets are saying, God has forgotten us. Um, he's forgotten to be gracious. God has abandoned us. It's been... So the people who are in the midst of those things that we we read about in the time when God was involved, they're saying, and that's you know what we say at the time God was involved. They're saying, why has God abandoned us in the in the moment, you know? But if I look back at my life with long hindsight, um. I'm not going to say oh, I'm thankful for the bad things that happened to me, <laughs> but I see how how with God I came through those things a lot differently than I think I would have without God. And does that make sense? Oh yeah, I I um, and I I hmm. think I'm in a different place than I was then. I think there is. There is something to um, the idea in that um, life is a gift, right? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, Shelby, um, my priest, Father Shelby, told me that, uh, mentioned that during Lent, that it is a reminder that, that life is absolutely a gift from God. And um, then some other people um, who, who, who uh, share wisdom with me mentioned um, how that, everything is a gift. And, and when you think about that, you're like, what, you know, so, 
Um, I don't have a bad scenario. So whatever scenario, something bad happens. Let's just leave it at that. That way I don't have to rate it. Um, and something bad happens. And there is a point in life to where I think there is a place to where we can accept those bad things. Just like you said, Tommy, it's not like you are thankful for them. But in reality, in time, maybe you become that way. But I think it, that learning... Or, or, or Justin, you look back and you go... This thing really stinks, but mm-hmm. as a result, right. this thing this happened, right? And and there is so if you look at life as a gift, everything, the good and the bad being a gift, there is there is a way of going about life just differently. And when I and when I'm, you know, not hangry, slangry, skangry, all those things, when I'm not those things, I can look at life sometimes that way and it's like whoa this is heaven but i i I do (laughs) want i do want people to have permission to sit there and say this this really sucks this yes oh absolutely absolutely you know and 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 many times you know it's in that retrospect of wow this really you know sucked but 20 years later right here, here's this thing that I suddenly realized was a was a good that hmm. that that came from it. Um, the um, you know one thing I I, I want to say is is with prayer and it's a relationship, um, but also I think it's important how we pray, and that doesn't mean that you have to pray the same way every single day, but I do think that in many ways prayer forms us in our understanding of of who God is and who God is not. Um, and most importantly, prayer changes us. You know, Justin, you were, you know, you were talking about I was the self-made man. I pulled myself up by, by my bootstraps. And I have no doubt that all of those things are true. But also, you know, you talked about how you, you had some other insight and some other wisdom beyond just look look at what I did that that sort of humbled you and made you grateful. Right. And and I think that that good prayer does change us in that way. And so that means engaging scripture. It means praying the Psalms. Um, it means written prayers that you know praying to our Father or praying you know the the Jesus prayer. And then also just providing time to listen to God's voice and allowing God to change uh, and and shape you. Right. I guess what I'm, I'm you know, someone sits there and says, well, you know, I, I find God in, in, in nature. And so I go on a hike. Great. I, I, you know, it's beautiful. But, but if you're not filling yourself with anything other than your own thoughts on the hike, I, 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 I think I think we got to take it a little further. Yeah, and the good and bad, um, the the gifts to recognize the gifts in the bad. Uh, I have to sit in prayer with it, and that's where and that's really the only time you you mentioned like twenty years later you look back and see that and, that, and I agree with that too. And it may not take that long, but. It, it's never, um, never in the moment something bad happens and do, I don't know anyone that goes, whoa, that was awesome. Thank you for that wisdom and experience. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> um, but it is something to where later I go to and take that 
to God in prayer, if you will. And that's when it's transformed. And that's when I am, al- am allowed, or I don't know what word to use there, uh, to see the good and the gift in it. And that's where, um, as a, you know, if we can take all things to God in prayer, then that's where the gift comes from. Um, anyway, so something to that point. Tom, wrap us up, buddy. I would say uh, there's probably some folks who listen to this who are going through something awful. Hmm. And a lot of what we're saying sounds shallow. Petty. Or petty, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so when I've been through those times or when, you know, I have a son with a health condition, I, and when I was first finding out about that, some, the prayer that helped me the most were prayers that were other people's words as, as ever alluded to. And so when you don't have the words of your own or the strength to pray, or you don't even know why you're praying, I would just, I would try. My advice, or my hope, that's not advice, my hope is that you would at least keep um, even saying angry prayers. Mm. Um, But just look for that connection with with God um, when you're going through those things. That's all I have. You know, a few, um, gosh, two years ago, um, this December, it was my, my oldest daughter had had some, some health stuff going on and we were trying to figure out, you know, what it was. And, um, we finally got to go meet with, uh, the, the surgeon and, and he prepared, my wife and I, that this is almost assuredly cancer is just determining which type of cancer it is. And, uh, so we were there Christmas Eve, uh, um, at the hospital with her in surgery, waiting to hear back what kind of cancer it was and, and all that stuff that runs through your mind. And I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say other than, you know, obviously, you know, God, please don't let it be cancer. Um, but I, I opened morning prayer and, and I, I can't tell you which Psalm it was that was the Psalm of that day. Um, but, but basically the, the, the message of the Psalmist was, is, you know what, um, God is a, God is a big God and, um, God doesn't fail us. And, and that morning I needed that in addition to the prayers of, I, I needed not just a God who suffered, but a God who can, who, who triumphs. Um, and so whether it's happenstance or whatever, that was exactly the prayer I needed that morning. Uh, and that's the gift of the Psalms is, is that when, if you pray them in the daily office, you never know what you're going to get. We're out of time, guys, um, and maybe there's more to this um, that we can think about and, and talk about um, for sure. I'm glad you brought that ending part up, Tom. So 
Thank you, um, the Tom's parishioner, <laughs> someone from Tom's church for bringing this up. I feel like there was a second question that we never even made it to, uh, but we can discuss that offline. So, uh, but thank you all uh, so much for listening. And as always, for the past apparently four years, ding. Um, thank you all, Tom Everett. Thanks for showing up. And uh, may the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at @funddrainpod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.